Welcome back to the Good Alliance Podcast. We are back again live for you guys. Um, it is a Friday night and we decided, hey, let's go live and talk about this episode. Welcome back. My name is Megan Hines and this is Lee Salmon. And we are talking about the challenge. We're going to be talking about Challenge USA, episode eight. Where Salmon and where this week it is called Independence Day because it's time for the game to change and it's time for everybody to be playing for themselves. And TJ said he was tired of algorithm because people were complaining. So now we're going to get an individual game moving forward. Um, and now people are very worried, but other people are also just ready to play for themselves um, and prove that they are worthy competitors. And yeah, like Tyson, he was very worried that the guys were going to gun him at this point because we know Tyson um, made some moves early in his tenure this, this season, and he was very worried the guys were going to come for him for his money. Um, ben, being one of them, ready to take some money and wanted to do a bit more in the game. And then Cache um, said, hey, I'm ready to pay for myself. Um, I know I'm not a good swimmer, but it's okay. We'll get through it somehow. Um, so what are your thoughts on the game now becoming individual? Um, not surprising because that's kind of what they always do when they have partners. Essentially, they go into individuals. And I mean, at this point, I feel like some of the players would benefit from going to be individual rather than having people holding them back. So I think for some people, it's beneficial for others, like Cache mentioned who can't swim and at one point had Tyson carrying her for a whole challenge. I mean, she's going to have to figure it out herself, but I feel like she should have known that before she even got on the show. Yeah. Like, we come on the show, we mentioned it, what you need last week was, like, endurance, mental, uh, social, and other aspects. And swimming is probably endurance. You got to get that up. And that's a requirement on the show. Um, then we go to Ben and Danny talking about how the survivor group had the OG plan on staying together, um, but they still want to try and keep this together because they do have the largest group of people still in the house, and they want to work, try and work with each other to get to the final, to duke it out for who will be the last man standing. Ben said he wants to work with Tyson um, so that he can't take him out in the final. Um, and Danny did say that him, Ben, and Sarah are the only ones who aren't qualified for TJ's title at this point. Um, with Sarah only winning her elimination, she only had like about $2,500 on her account. And then Danny and Ben hadn't reached a pinnacle in the game just yet. So it's really been a, um, critical for them to really um, stick with the group and try and get some money. And then Sarah, in turn, kind of acknowledged that the fact that she didn't 
have enough money to qualify for the final. Um, and she was the only woman in this house thus far um, that didn't have the money to qualify for the final. So that's like weighing on her. And this is part of her storyline this episode where she's really trying to figure out a way to get some money, where whether it was through the daily challenge or her stupid idea later on in the episode. Yeah, Sarah was, I mean, she's been pressed to get money to run the final, but specifically in this latter part of the episode, I just, I really didn't understand what she was talking about and how she was going to get the money. Like, yeah. it just didn't add up. And it's a guy's week, like, it's very odd. Like, I know in the past, like, there have been, like, times where, like, women have gone against guys' elimination, but this ain't it. Like, this is not that type of time. Right. Um, and then Ben was up at 3, basically 3 o'clock in the morning because um, he couldn't sleep due to the timing of him being on the show and also the passing of his former Marine partner. Um, so it was kind of hard for him to, like, focus for a little bit and just be in the moment. Um, and we see how that kind of helped treated him throughout the episode as well. Yeah, uh, we got a little more depth to it when he got through the episode. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, that moment did happen for him while he was in the house. And I think that it was framed well for the storyline production this episode. Yeah, and we're going to get into the first daily challenge. Um, this is the first challenge of the season that they're playing as individuals. And this one is called Having a Blast, where players will jump from a Zodiac boat onto a self-covered floating runway and then be pulled by a tugboat. And they must get a key from the key station at one at the end of the runway and then plug it into the safe at the other end. And after repeat that process for all four keys, and once all keys are inserted, they must return the flag to the key station. And all while they do this, there'll be two other contestants that will spray water at them. And if a player falls off the runway, they're disqualified. The fastest being a woman to complete this will win and choose who goes against the loser, um, who will be the man for the week because the lowest man and it's daily will go straight to the arena. And so to start off, we had Ben and Enzo. And Ben was really going through this really quick. Um, and off the start, Enzo fell on his leg and cut it. Um, and so he had a slow start um, to complete this daily. Um, and all while, Ben was beasting it um, and completed it. And then Enzo managed to finally um, gather some strength to get through it as well. Yeah, I mean, Enzo injured himself, quote unquote. I mean, I mean, he did, but it wasn't a crazy injury. But he did need require stitches at least two to three. I just think the main thing for me in this challenge from not just these two competitors, but like as a whole, the water cannon portion of it was supposed to be a detriment to them getting towards the flagpole and getting those screws onto the other side and no one used the water cannon to their advantage. They all kind of just helped each other, whether it was people that was using the cannon to help get the soap off of 
the platform that they were running across or if they were just literally just spraying to the water, like they were throwing the water back into the water. I didn't understand the purpose of the water cannon if no one was going to use it. It just, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm like, y'all are supposed to do this. Like, I feel like people should have gotten um, punished by doing that, like by doing that, but production just said no. And it's like, well, yeah, this isn't the rules. No one followed it. Um, After that, Sarah and Kayla went and Kayla immediately slid into the water. Um, She couldn't really complete this challenge. Um, And then Sarah was able to get through this with with nobody actually really like putting the water at her as well. Like she was going through this really quickly. Yeah. And then Tyson and Dom went, and Angela decided to not spray Tyson, um, which helped him out very well. Um, and then Dom ended up finishing after that. And Angela and Cashy went after them, which um, Tyson and Dom, they decided to spray the soap off of Angela's side to help her out because Tyson is her number one and he wanted to help her out. Um, Dom was like, yeah, sure. And they had a whole conversation about staying very strong and looking out for each other no matter what later on in the, in the rest of the season. But it's just like, y'all don't need to make deals right now like this, um, which is very odd. Cause like y'all, you know, like everyone's already said, we're going to be very strong. There don't need to be any more cut deals within this very group. It really shouldn't be like that. Well, there were already other alliances that were happening that were not even shown. So I feel like it just depended on who the person was. They were already in alliances that were shown or not shown. And this is just one one of those that was able to help frame the winners and the situation that happened later on in the episode. Yeah. And then Kashe and the finishing on her side as well. Um, and then David and Danny went, and um, I know it's late, but ain't nothing more important than the moolah. Um, and that is done, said by none other than Danny about what Kiki would tell him in this challenge, uh, because there was a lot going on, um, but it also just being individual, and then this would be the first one, and he was just ready to get after it. And had to give us another cheeky quote this episode. I mean, of course, I. The Danny was very heavy in this episode, and I feel like it's because there's not a lot of people left in the house, and so he's able to get camera time, and be a part of the story, especially with the survivor people only being left. So, I mean, of course, he's gonna mention Kiki. I'm pretty sure they prompted him to say some shit like that, but regardless. Danny got a lot of camera time this week. Yeah, and um, Danny was really going fast. Like, literally because no one was doing anything. Everybody's going fast. I'm going to keep saying people are going fast because people weren't doing anything with the water hose. Um, but David was walking like a grandpa. Yeah, and it was very funny because I'm like, David, I don't, like, I get it. you kind of a little bit timid with it, but, like, you got to move. Um, but they both got the um, flags in a matter of a good seconds between each other. 
Um, and then Dusty and Alyssa went, and Alyssa was really getting through it as well. Um, at one point, Justine slid, um, but she recovered. Um, and then she also got stuck on her first key at the station, but managed to complete it as well. I just love how Justine has been killing it, even like in previous weeks, but often in this episode where like she fell, but she managed to get up and also just like she's been through it at every step. And I appreciate that about her this episode. Yeah, I mean, we say the same thing about Justine all the time. She's just been strong. And I think Danny had a voiceover in, in the moment of her playing where she was just showing that she's just been very strong. And the reason why she's one of the top women that are, is left in the game. And then Leo went by himself. And people were very shocked um, how he jumped from the boat onto the runway. Um, and But he was still at a good pace um, throughout the whole challenge. And people were just like, wow, look at Leo. Yeah, hey, Leo. Yeah, I mean, they've been treating Leo like that since he's been on the show, I feel like, ever since the numbers have gone down and Leo has been in multiple eliminations and you know, in the challenge, struggling here and there, but also just showing and giving his best effort. I feel like there are people being supportive of Leo and then also some people just being funny. But honestly, once Leo went, uh, Tyson and Ben supposedly were shaking in their boots because of how fast Leo was going. And he was able to use his cat-like instincts in that moment to get across the platform. But I'm really happy for Leo that he was able to accomplish that, especially because he had a fear of jumping on water over a platform, on a platform. So he like mastered that with ease. He didn't slip, he didn't fall like everyone else did when they jumped on it. Like he had a plan, he went with it and he was able to fly down that platform and do what he needed to do. So I'm a a root for Leo because I just feel like He's just haven't gotten a fair shake from some of the people that have been in the house with him. And I think he's proven himself to be at least worthy of being still in the house. Yeah. Um, Angela does something smart. Like, it was very, like, off base. I'm like, Angela, shut up um, about Leo. Um, but it really is good to see him really show up um, every week and really prove that he is a worthy competitor to be in the house. Um, and then Desi went by herself um, and immediately fell in the water. Um, and when she did that, um, TJ was like, all right, you're out. Thanks for playing. Um, and she immediately just got disqualified. Um, but she was very glad that it was at least a men's week because if it wasn't, she'd be in the arena right now. For sure. It would be between her and Kayla on who fell the first fastest, to be honest. But I'm glad it's not a women's week for Desi's sake. And yeah, it was just a bad showing for her, but at least she didn't have to go into elimination. Yeah. Um, and challenge is over. So now we know that Enzo is going straight to elimination and Sarah and Angela were neck and neck in the top two as women. And Angela had the edge and won. And now she has 16K in her account. 
Um, one slave teacher said that Angela won. Sarah started panicking, and I'm like, ma'am, chill out. Like, you're 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 fine. You have another week to compete to win, or if you don't have a good showing next week, you can go on animation. That's it. Um, and then Leo and Ben were also separated by a couple seconds, but Ben had the edge on him as well, and he now has 6K in his account. Yeah, shout out to Ben for winning and, of course, like completing the storyline of celebrating his friend that he lost on the same day, winning a challenge and getting the opportunity to now be able to qualify for the final and I mean, that's a monkey off his back that he's been trying to get off. As for his close friend, Sarah, that's another story because she just has been so headstrong in trying to get the money to get into the final, which is understandable because without it, she's not going anywhere. However, just the tactics and some of the strategy that she had just made absolutely no sense after this point going forward. Yeah, and um, after that, Enzo had a conversation with both Ben and Angela. He said he didn't care who they really picked, but he was wanting to get some money either way, um, whether it was somebody who had a huge bank or just someone who had something they could get some more money to get over the hump at least. Um, and then Angela tried to stick it on a deal on Ben to try and keep her and Alyssa out of nation um, with the survivor girls um, since the survivor team is kind of a unit. Um, and she wanted the guys to not target her and Alyssa if um, they're in winning pairs with a survivor girl so that they could have um, more life in the game. But this deal, I'm like, I get it, but I don't. I'm like, you're trying to ice out uh, crazy woman and Sarah, and then Devi, who has no issues with anybody, and she's just there. But I'm like, what? Why? I, I, it's not shocking that she wants to team up with this other loser because honestly, they're two of the same kind of people to me in terms of some of their ideology and how they carry themselves. So I'm not surprised that she wants to save Alyssa. And I mean, at this point, Ben is just happy to get his money. So of course he's listening to the plan and going forward with it. But then he also said that he didn't mind, you know, leaving Sarah in the dust essentially because he already got his money. He really didn't need her at that point, which is messed up, but it is what it is for him. And I just think that I don't, there are the only two people left so I just the, the idea the only two big brother girls left excuse me so the idea that they're wanting to save each other okay cool but it's like Alyssa's not that damn strong of a competitor yes she won in the elimination last week cool she's won challenges but I'm I just don't see it for her so I don't understand what there's what what the what the mess was about in terms of trying to save her. I just didn't understand it. I don't know either. I mean, Alyssa's not... She She's decent, but she's not the best. Like, just because she has, like, a big bank, um, that doesn't mean she... I, I don't think she is the best suited to even 
for the final. Like she, she looked to me, she looked like it. Like she'll just take her to any point, and then they can just drop her off and leave her in the dust. Like I feel like in this game, she has no other allegiances because people who she was actually close to, she got out, um, and she's just there. And then um, the, the, everyone got briefed on the a little deal that Angela came up with. Um, and the guys were really on board of it. And I'm like, okay, good luck. Um, and then we ground the night out on the night and um, they did a toast for Ben's friend Blake. Um, and Leo ended up pulling Angela for a chat. Um, he pitched that her name, her name is Fifth Cat after her. Um, and Enzo told Kayla Desi and Sarah about the stitches. What led to Sarah wanting to go against Enzo and her stupid plan to try and go against a man in a nation. Um, but she said she was not scared um, and knew that she'll come back. And all I could think about when she was saying that is like, that's a stupid idea. And I had to channel my inner Teddy Ray for that. I'm like, that's a stupid idea. Why would you do that? It makes no sense. And good luck. I just don't think she understands how the show works. Like she kept trying to reiterate that in all of the years of the challenge, this has never happened. And it's never happened because I don't think you can, well, you're not turning into a man by tomorrow, sis. Like, it's just not happening. So the fact that she kept trying to press her luck and say that she can beat Enzo, and I'm sure she really could beat Enzo because at that point he had a messed up leg and all that kind of stuff. But, lady, this is a man trying to win an elimination against another man. Like, get out of here. I just, this is the one time that I would allow somebody to stay stay in women's business. Because <laughs> you just jumping into this is it, like, and she kept repeating it too. That's what got me. Like, I I really didn't. And everyone's like, just like nodding and shaking their head, like, mm-hmm, yeah, girl, that's crazy. Wow. Like, and I'm just like, how are y'all sitting here even letting her just continue to let get this off when you know it's not going to happen? And like, there's another week that the play, like, She's safe. Like, it's a guy's week for a reason. Next week is a girl's week. You can go in if you want to. And if you want to try and win a challenge, do so. You haven't won. So. How, Enzo didn't even have enough money for her to even qualify for the final, I don't think. Like, Enzo had maybe $1,000. She maybe had 2000 Girl, like, so you just want to beat up a man? Just say that. I yeah, like. I was like, this is delusion, um, and I I don't want to see this anymore. Um, but we go to the arena, and everyone was very excited to see a hall brawl um set up, and Danny was like, "This is what I've seen all the time." Cashier's like, "Oh, this is great to see." to be here in person and see it happen. And everyone is just hyped to see what Harborough would look like in this with this group. Um, but Angela and Ben decided to choose Leo. 
And I was like, okay, yeah, because Leo has um, 9K at this point, so he can get some, he can get his more money or he can lose it. Um, but it was just weird too, because Leo was small and the dichotomy of Leo going against Enzo was very weird. I mean, after it, I don't think Leo really gave Angela an opportunity to think about saving him. Like, yeah, the co- the conversation at the bar was cute with the cat and naming after her and all this other stuff. And basically him telling her what she wants to hear at that point. But at the same time, it was just, it wasn't going to happen because with also her partner and Ben being a survivor uh, member, Danny wasn't going in. I doubt David was an option at that point because Enzo was injured. So it was just too many things that went against him. However, I just wish that they didn't pick Leo just because, yeah, Leo is an amazing racer and he's not on either one of the sides that can help each other. I just think that after being in two other eliminations and coming back strong, I think Leo deserved an opportunity to be in that position because he earned his money. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so we know the game of Hall Brawl, first to ring the bell twice will win. And in this case, um, the winner will qualify for TJ's final because of how much money we have had in his bank. Um, and I was just really baffled how small they made the hall. Because normally, like, the hall is longer. And I'm just like, this is not, this is a baby hall brawl. Like, it's not a full hall brawl. It's a very baby hall Maybe they didn't have enough material in Argentina. Probably, but if we got what we got. And and Leo was really fighting it out with Enzo um, in the first round, but Enzo managed to push through and got the first bell. But everyone was shocked that Leo didn't fall flat on his face on the first go. Um, but I'm like, Leo was fighting his butt off, like tussling at least for a cool minute. But Enzo was just plowing. He was seeing green. That's all he was seeing this whole tall brawl. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't expect Leo to really come out of this. I know that again, Enzo's older, he was injured on his leg and. It was a hall brawl, so Leo in size and strength, he's already lost that battle, and I really didn't expect Leo to do anything, and I just that's why I felt really bad because at that point we had seen Leo go through the process of going home and deciding to go home and staying and all of that, you know, things that come with it. So sad to see Leo go in the way that he did, and I think that, you know, after the fact, Leo has mentioned in his exit interviews that, you know, the producers really framed it as if though Leo was a sore loser and didn't want to say goodbye to the cast and, you know, was kind of pouting in the corner. But however, I think a situation happened where it was just, you know, COVID, um, the pa- not COVID, excuse me, it was a concussion that they thought that he had. And so he was in the corner with the paramedics dealing with that. And, you know, it, it's framed as if though Leo didn't want to say goodbye to the cast and just, you know, set to hell with them. But Leo 
said that it was just because he was dealing with the medical situation at hand. So again, I, I do in some way, shape or form wish Leo returns in whatever video, whatever iteration of this show is going forward on CBS. I think that he has a good personality. I think that he is a good competitor in some ways. He, he's, he's able to learn and test himself throughout this challenge. You know, you see the growth in Leo and how he was able to move. So I do wish to see him back soon. As for Enzo, now he has Leo's money. I just don't think he's going to last. And I, for me, it's just uh, everyone who has the money is not going to get to the final. So, yes, you need to get the money, but, like, y'all all are not going to make it. And shout out to whoever he was shouting out when he won the elimination, but I just don't see it. Yeah, like, Enzo is an older man, I, and sometimes they might shock us, um, but in his case where he is so injured, he's not going to last, and it's not going to be pretty um, when like, he eventually goes home. Um, but yeah, so now Enzo has, um, a cool chunk of money in his account. He qualifies for the final. Um, but it was very funny real quick to see that Enzo was possibly scared to see Danny in Hall Brawl. And I'm like, if Danny was thrown in, Enzo would have been gone. (laughs) So, yeah. But with that, we're going to get into the tweets um, from this week. And it's brief, so we're going to get through these. First one, um, so Sarah thinks she's so great because she wants to go against Enzo, who was the oldest man on the cast in Just Class Ditches. It was was very odd behavior from Sarah, but we noticed because Sarah is a crazy woman. and the plan was weird. And the next one, Sarah and Angela are opposites of the same bland coin. The fact that they don't like each other is wild. Facts. It's very weird. Like y'all are really the same person. Just one Facts. is crazy and one is passive because Angela is very yeah. passive. Yeah, they're they're the same people. Yeah. And last one, not the producers wasting Hall Brawl on Enzo and Leo. This really was a waste. It really was. It was and I think that also something that was mentioned in Leo's um interviews after he left and also on Tyson's podcast was that they were told that no Hall Brawls were going to be happening on the show. So it was a surprise for them when they walked down to the arena and saw that a whole ball was happening. Not the first time that they were productionists told somebody something and it wasn't the case. However, I just think that it was an easy grab. And at that point, I mean, it, it just, because Enzo has a lot of strength and he looks like, and he's probably able to, beat down anybody in a street fight essentially which is what a hall brawl is i just thought it was like an easy fix for him yep and we know production um loves to do that and yeah it's always something good production. Uh, and i know like 
it was a lot coming out like pre-season about how production was and to see more things come out it makes sense and cbs at it's the ghetto like it's worse than mtv of what the things i've heard it's worse so it's not it's not i feel like it's gonna this is not gonna last it's it's just a one-off and we're just gonna go back to the regular stuff on the tv i think this was cute but i think that we're only gonna get one season out of this well, let's see what happens. There's still also the international versions of the show that's supposed to be going down. They got Australia. They got, um, I forgot UK. what other country they got. But they, yeah, they have the UK, whoever else, whatever. It's internationally going to be happening upcoming. So we'll see how that goes. But there's still a little bit more of the season left of the USA show. And whoever wins this show will be winning, will be playing against the international players but that is the end of this episode though so thank you guys for listening you can follow our twitter page at dual alliance pod you can follow megan's page at megan himes follow alicia at ace underscore s5 you can follow our youtube page at dual alliance pod uh we will be doing more live spots this one was a little spotty it's very late right now but we're going to work through it and we'll be back to talk more about the challenge USA on Paramount plus. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week weekend, whenever you're listening to this and hope did that. So you don't have to go through that. Peace out. Bye.